This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Welcome back to another episode of the Path Hunters Podcast here. Paul Lamb in the house. I am here. Before we get into this, though, I want to thank every single one of you who are just listening to this podcast. I say this every time and I mean this. Thank you so much. Whether you're commuting to work, whether you're at the gym, whether you're running errands, whether you're cleaning up, whether you're scuba diving, cliff diving, whatever it is, what kind of diving. Thank you so much for just taking the time and giving me your time and just you know allowing me to speak to you while I interview entrepreneurs, digital nomads, and creators on their process, on, on their journey, and just to capture all these amazing habits and strategies involved in and, and just to let you guys know that, you know, that being an entrepreneur, being a creator, choosing and stepping into your purpose and passion and living there is is not easy but it's definitely worth it. So that's what I want to capture here for you guys. And one thing I want to mention before we get into today's guest is that I, I'm a huge fan of mental triggers. I'm a huge fan of, of having the workstation, having sticky notes and everything around to sort of remind myself on those bad days. Because we all have, we're all human beings. We all have bad days. So my bed, my bedroom and everything like that don't, don't have much anymore, actually. It doesn't have much anymore. I've cleared up everything now. I have books and, and my desk and a bed and that's it. So much easier makes my life so much more liberated, and it's it's it just feels good. So I have sticky notes on my laptop as well too with mantras that just keep me grounded, keeps me um, keeps me going on those tough days because we all, like I said, we all have those tough days. And I want to share with you guys one of my mantras that I have here that I look at every single day, and it goes like this: I expand in, in success, love, and creativity every day as I inspire others to do the same. This is so, so, so wonderful because it keeps me in a place where, okay, Paul, you may not know the answer, you may not know this, but you're going to keep going because you know what, it's it's just the way it is. You have the abilities, the power just to do what you do, so keep going and I inspire every single one of you out there and, and challenge every single one of you listening to this podcast right now to do the same. Get out there and strive to be a little bit better than you were yesterday and I, I commit to this every single day, so again, Little tidbit there for you. So today's guest, today's guest, I'm super stoked about today's guest because she is a YouTuber, all right, YouTuber, digital course creator who helps adults all over the world learn English as a second language. She taught in Japan and started YouTube, initi- like YouTubing initially in 2006 when it roughly started and didn't launch her, her English learning channel until 2011. Gabby Wallace in the house, everybody who is a world traveler obsessed with, you know, language learn, le- language learning, personal development, and lifestyle design. It was so fun to have Gabby here. I personally actually took her YouTube course myself, and it's it's taught me so many things that I actually applied into my podcast as well too. So it was so cool to chat with Gabby, and I won't take any much more of your time. I'm gonna let her do the speaking and everything like that. So get excited, get ignited, and get ready for Gabby Wallace. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Path Hunters, you know, have an awesome guest here today, Gabby Wallace in the house. Gabby, what's going on? Hey, Paul. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm I'm, I'm excited to have you in the virtual house here because I've personally taken your course last year from the Paradise Pack and and dove into into it and you've taught me so much and you you know and and I want to tell you this right now and I'm grateful to have you here with me so we can have a little chat you are so sweet so kind like I have a huge smile on my face you can't see it right now but <laughs> I am grinning ear to ear I'm so happy to hear that I'm grateful to have you here and for all those path hunters who don't know who you are and what you do can you give us a little personal insight what you do and again like a little personal insight of your life as yeah well too. absolutely so I'll just start from what you mentioned the course that I had in the paradise pack was about how to build your YouTube channel and the reason why I was teaching about how to build your YouTube channel is because I have a YouTube channel <laughs> <laughs> it's quite logical actually um, I started my YouTube channel in 2011 for 
non-native English learners. So I wanted to help my own students. I was for many years uh, an ESL teacher in the classroom to adults. Most, most of my years in the classroom were teaching adults. And I just really wanted to help my students more. And I love the idea of using technology and video and kind of making um, media that people could like practice with any time. Because, you know, in the classroom, it's like I need to be there and it's my time. And which I really enjoy teaching, but I really love the idea of, okay, hey, just play the video and you can replay it anytime. So I started making video tutorials for my English language learners. And at the time I was living in Japan and that's uh, travel is a whole nother story. But basically from 2011, you know, fast forward to today, there's a lot of ground to cover, but I built my YouTube channel up to now it's um, about 350,000 subscribers, people from all over the world. And I also make digital courses so people can learn with me for free on YouTube. But if they want like more of a focused course, something more organized that they can download easily and keep and, you know, learn on their own, then they can buy a course from me. So that's kind of my business in a nutshell. And um, that's who I am. I'm a, a digital course creator, YouTuber and English teacher. I love it. You know what? I'm terrible with introductions. And again, like I did one earlier for you and it doesn't do you any justice. So I probably... (laughs) I did my best. (laughs) It's hard to talk about myself sometimes, but I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Own it, girl. Own it. <laughs> but but yeah no you know what like i i've taken that course that you you know you, you put out and it's so cool because i didn't start a youtube channel but i started a podcast instead this actual podcast the stuff that you can learn uh from your course that you know that i took and applied to this podcast as well too the biggest one i the biggest takeaway right now i can tell you was that you know having the first episode as like an intro, what to expect, you know, how often is it going to come out and, you know, when, who you are and why you qualified and everything like that. So that was, I remember you teaching that and I was like, oh yeah, this is genius. This is great. Totally. Well, and I think it's, it's good to realize you can always update that. So I think some people find it hard to get started because they're like, well, I'm not sure. Like, what if I, you know, change my mind? What if I want to say something different later? Well, it's okay to like, update you know what you're about and give people some more information as you go but like yeah just get started and tell people what you're kind of what you want to be about what you are about what you're starting like yeah just um give them an idea because they also aren't in your head like we're so familiar with our own topics right like you're really familiar with what you want to talk about with path hunters and like the journey to get to you know where people are like the entrepreneurship and everything. I'm really familiar with teaching English language, but like sometimes I have to slow myself down and be like, okay, like I just made a video about the most, the 100 most common words in English. And I was like, this is so boring. These are words like be, to, of, he, she, but people are loving it. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. got to start from the basics. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Let's, I I didn't, we'll touch base on that in a moment. It's just because I want to dial back a little bit and I kind of want to hear an insight of like why YouTube, why, you know, teaching English and you know, what, what prompted all this and what was life like before when you started all this? Oh yeah. Okay. So I taught English from kind of from the get go. I mean, I, when I was in undergrad, I just wanted to find a career that would let me travel. That's kind of like the beginning of all this is I just wanted to travel the world, but like there was no major in travel the world. So I was thinking, okay, maybe I could work for the UN because that seems international and that that didn't happen. But I think, you know, something better happened is I ended up going to teach English in Japan um, and that's where it kind of all started is, you know, I was teaching English in the classroom And I really enjoyed connecting with my learners. I've always enjoyed the human connection and just seeing when people appreciate the lesson or like when when they look more confident or they even tell me like, wow, I feel way more confident being able to speak to people or start a conversation in English. And I just I find communication in general really fascinating. Um, So, yeah, I mean, before the whole YouTube thing started, I was teaching in a classroom And like I said, I really like working with students, didn't like so much the part where there's a lot of bureaucracy. I mean, being a teacher is kind of like other like 
quote unquote regular jobs, right? Where you have like a boss and meetings and paperwork and annual reviews and it's all kind of a pain in the butt. (laughs) And and, oh, and let me mention like limited sick days and vacation days. and, And yeah, like teachers do get holidays and sometimes things like spring break or whatnot. But those are really set time frames. And I remember there was one year I was teaching in a classroom and I just so I love Brazilian culture and I really wanted to go to carnival. It's like, why doesn't carnival fall in my vacation time that I get as a teacher? Because I'll never be able to go because I can't take the time off because it's in the middle of the semester. And that was just one of those kind of frustrations at the moment. But it gave me motivation to build my own things so I could have a more flexible schedule and I think I've been to carnival now like five times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it worked out. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of what life was before. And I mean, so we talked like briefly about these stories like, oh, you know, Instagrammer, you know, sells something for billion dollars after a week or whatever. Like it's not just like I, I have a really successful YouTube channel and business, but it didn't just happen in a week or a month or a year. Like I I really want to tell people that it was a slow process and it's still, you know, it's still a process. So I don't know, maybe we can talk more about the process or or ask me whatever you want because I'm going on and on because I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, no, it's good because like it's so true, Um, you know, you, so basically you wanted to you know uh, go to Japan you wanted to travel you have this love for travel and you're right like you know again briefly we're talking off record and everything that um, you always hear stories of like Uber the billion dollar company and you know w- creating all these like huge bucks and it just seemed like they were they started overnight but actually there's like a lot of legwork in the background and I, I I'm glad that you brought this up because I really wanted to touch base on the almost the non-sexy part of it right mm-hmm. so so what was like so so now you're in Japan and you wanted to to you know teach English you found a passion for that and then so what was that one tipping moment where you're like you know what was it the carnival was carnival in Brazil was it was that the was like oh my god okay I'm done I'm done with this Japan I'm off to Brazil now is that what happened or it was what was that one moment where like you just completely wanted to take life into your own hands um it wasn't just that that was like so there's many many straws building up and maybe that was like one of the final ish straws that broke the camel's back so to speak like there were just many many things like I really love to be independent. I really, you know, for like values that I really honor in my life for being independent and having freedom and being creative and um, helping people, you know, all these things are really important to me. And I felt like there is a lot of opportunity to have those things or do those things by building my own presence on YouTube slash online business. And um, so I, I think little by little, I, I made it work, but it wasn't something that I just jumped into. It wasn't like, oh, I posted my first video on YouTube. Let me put in my resignation. Like, not at all. I actually, I mean, it was kind of like a hobby for a couple of years. And even, you know, two years after starting my YouTube channel, I considered closing it down because I wasn't really making any money. And I was like, well, maybe this is just distracting me from advancing in my career. You know, maybe I should go get my PhD. I actually have my master's in education, but I had a lot of pressure from my family to go back to school to get my PhD. And so I could like be a, you know, tenured professor forever and ever. And I thought about it and thought about, I was like, oh, that just doesn't sound like fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I, you know, I was stuck though, because it's like, oh, I want to please my family. I want to have that status. Maybe it'd be cool to be like Dr. Gabby, but I was like, no, no, no. So I had that kind of inner inner discussion and figured out that that wasn't for me. Um, And then I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I just kept working on the channel and I, yeah, that, that decision after reflecting on a lot of things, like what I really want in life. And that includes going to carnival in Brazil. um, I just figured that, you know, even before my channel was really successful, even before I was really making any money, um, I just knew that I had to keep trying and I, I had to keep learning and I couldn't give up because I don't know. I just, I didn't want to like be on my deathbed thinking, Oh boy, I should have tried to make more videos, you know? So I just kept going and it was actually after year three of having a YouTube channel. I was like 
2014 that I was able to monetize and um, actually make a living from it. So that's mm-hmm. like the hooray moment. Woohoo! Yay! You know, I can survive and um, thrive with with this awesome thing with this YouTube channel. I love it. it. It's it's crazy because you know you you got in a time in YouTube where what from what it sounds to me it sounds it sounded like it's all about consistency, right? Starting like video and 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 making it not feel like work in a sense. From what I hear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. So you have to kind of get into a routine with it. And I've done that at some points. I've definitely been guilty of like falling off the the, the schedule or the routine. Um, but absolutely, if you want to be successful, you really have to be consistent and disciplined. I mean, it's like through the discipline, then I get to have my freedom. But if I don't have that discipline and consistency, then I don't get to uh, build a channel or make a living from it. Mm-hmm. How often were you putting these uh, videos out at a time, Gabby? So it's interesting. I'm really like regretful that the first couple of years I was super sporadic about it. Like the first year, 2011, I started the channel in April 2011, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I put out like six videos that year. And then 2012, I think I put out maybe 15 videos. And it was just kind of like whenever I had a spark of inspiration, like, ooh, that would be a cool video. Let me make that and upload it. Mm -hmm. And it was 2000, I want to say 2014 to 15. I finally committed. That was when I was like, no, I can't not do this. I need to keep going. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do this three times a week without fail for the next year. And so for, you know, about 12 months, I every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I put out a new video and that is when everything just grew exponentially. It was like crazy and it was awesome. And then to be honest, the next following year, 2016, I got lazy. I was like, this is cool. I'm just going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) But now I'm kind of getting back into it. I'm like, okay, because I love it. I really love it. And um, you know, I've, I've had some things like life stuff come up, like I've moved a bunch, but I'm finally like in a place where I feel really good about creating and being consistent again. I love your energy. Like I love, <laughs> it's really contagious. Like I love Thank the you. energy that you give off and it's wonderful and it's so cool. Let's, uh, so, so you monetized in 2014. So, so were you yeah. still working in Japan at the time as well too then, Gabby? Yes. So I actually monetized from the beginning just to let people know, like I, I, as soon as I could, I turned on the YouTube partners thing, um, on my free videos. So it's, you know, when people watch a video, they might see an ad and I might get like three cents (laughs) per view or whatever, but it helps. Um, and then 2013, I made my first kind of private video course, which was videos that people could pay for and download. And that was through a third party site. Um, Udemy. And 2014, I had my first course on my own website, um, Go Natural English. I don't think I've said the name of it yet, gonaturalenglish.com. And yeah, so sorry, you were asking about monetization. So say the question again. No, 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 that's fine. So like, so, so you monetized in in 2014. And so you're working in Japan at the time. So when, when was uh, that point where, where you left? You're like, you know what? I'm, I'm making money. It's time for me to go Brazil and go to carnival. I'm that I'm out here guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So 2014 was a really funny year because I started the year living in Boston and teaching English and coordinating some like uh, study abroad programs where students were coming to the U.S. Um, and I was just feeling kind of stuck. Like I was on this weird, uh, how can I put it? Like, you know, the cost of living in Boston is pretty high. And I actually had like, I felt like I had a good job. It was paying me well and I was enjoying it. But at the same time, it was hard to make ends meet. I was like, well, I don't know if I want to like keep this, um, this position because there's really no room to go up or to get like a better position. So anyway, I ended up finding a job in Japan again. Um, and it's like, okay, well, my online business is giving me some, like, let's say grocery money, but not enough to support myself. So 
like, okay, I really love Japan and I found a great job there working at a university. So I decided to take it. But at the same time, I would continue to build up my YouTube channel and my website and the online courses. So it was by the very end of 2014, I was already in Japan. I was working this full-time job. And then I had a course launch and I was like, oh my gosh, I did the math and I am making just as much from my online business as I am from my like quote unquote real job. So now I can quit. But I was in the middle of a contract. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's keep going as much as I can. And um, it actually worked out really well because after the first semester, um, I was released from that contract. So I got to leave that job a bit early and I got to just go full, you know, 100% into my online business. I love so, that. Oh, yeah. My. What's your favorite sushi? Um, uh, I mean, sorry, favorite, um, well, su sushi, sushi dish. Yeah. Yeah. Salmon. Salmon is Sashimi? Oh, so good. Yeah. I'm a huge oh, fan of this. it's so good. And and once you have it in Japan, it's like you get spoiled because they just do it so nice and so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Japan? No, I haven't. It's on my list. And I'm scared because um you know whenever you try something of high quality and then everything else just does not compare and it'll spoil you for life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like, you know, I I I'm not I'm not sure if I'm there yet. So we'll have to see later on. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, eat all the sushi you can when you go. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm a huge ramen fan as well too. I love Japan. I love oh, everything yeah. about Japan. Well, and it's super cheap there. Like Japan has this reputation of being expensive, but the sushi and ramen are really affordable and really delicious. So you should just go eat your way through Japan. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, um, in today's world, you know, the, the, shifting gears a little bit. Do you think YouTube today now is like like this is it saturated do you feel like it's it let's just say like if i were if i didn't have a youtube channel i do have one but it's, there's nothing there but let's just say if i wanted to scale one if i wanted to build one do you think it's possible at this time in 2017 yeah i love that question because a lot of people will think that is kind of a reason slash excuse to not start because oh everything's been said, you know, every topic I would want to talk about already has a channel. So why should I, you know, do the same thing everybody else is doing? That's not how it is at all. And I'll give an example. Like, there's a ton of channels about learning English as a second language. And, you know, I, I don't think that I'm like the best or the worst, but I'm somewhere in there and I'm contributing to you know, uh, the English lesson scene on YouTube. But what's really interesting is like, there's these new new channels that are growing really fast because they've kind of learned from what we've already done. And when I say we, I mean kind of like the people who've been doing YouTube for several years. And they're able to like take that information and just run with it. And it's it's actually really motivating to me to see other English teachers doing really well on YouTube because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're growing so fast. Like that's so cool to see what's possible. And it motiv it motivates me to keep going and to keep innovating. Because you know what it is? It's not about it's not about the topic. Like English, how much can you really say about English? It's like there's the vocabulary, yeah. there's the grammar. English is English. Like what really makes your channel or your podcast or your blog interesting is when you infuse you into it like your opinion and your experience and like your tone of voice. It's like all those things. And, and yes, your marketing knowledge because marketing knowledge counts <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it, it's so true. And, and you know, that, this is what I mean Why this is why like some of the stuff that when I was taking your, your course, some of the stuff was applicable to different parts of platforms. Right. So podcast, I took most of every, everything that I learned from you to podcasting. So, so the biggest thing is that, you know, adding your unique ability in there and adding a little, you know, a uh, taste of you and everything part of the podcast and everything. Right. So it's the same thing that for YouTube as well too. Um, shifting gears a little bit one more time. Um, what kind of advice would you have, would you give to someone that's you know, just finishing up school really wants to, you know, 
build a business or something like that. They don't really want to do a corporate job or they, they've already worked a corporate job and they feel like they're unfulfilled. Where can you direct them to get started into their life? They love traveling as well too. So they've heard something new, something called digital nomads. They're, <laughs> you know, they're people making money online as they're traveling. Like, what is this? And yeah, you know, what kind of uh, reference or materials would you um, point them to? So I would like to say something to do and something not to do. Yes. So... <laughs> I'll start with what not to do. I see a lot of people making what I think is a huge mistake, thinking that um, just buying a plane ticket is going to like give you a business. Like traveling itself is not going to make you, you know, a, a location independent entrepreneur or freelancer. You'll probably meet people who could like inspire you and inform you. And that could be really cool. But I just really worry when people are like, yeah, you know, I don't have any savings and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think I'm just going to go hang out in Chiang Mai and see what happens. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I think because I'm really like uber responsible. I, I, well, I did it the slow way. Like I waited until I could replace my paycheck until, you know, I got that plane ticket. Um, so I would just, yeah, I would say to start where you are, like literally like geographically and like where you are with your skills and your knowledge like the technology or you know what you know about marketing because you're going to learn by doing and so that's one thing to do and another thing to do is to kind of develop the skills that or the information the knowledge that you want to build your platform around so like for me i mean teaching english i have a degree in teaching english um other people might do a certificate course in teaching English or like get some experience in teaching English before you go out there and talk about how to learn English. And I always thought when I was in the beginning, like beginning stages of doing my YouTube channel, I was so afraid of what people would think of me, even though yeah. I had a master's degree and I had like, I don't know, at that point, maybe like almost 10 years experience. I was petrified that people are going to look at me and be like, oh, you're only what, you're 25? Who are you to be teaching people on the internet? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so scared. And it, I was probably like overqualified, but I was just scared of what people thought. So I would say like develop some, some knowledge or skill that you want to um, teach people about, or maybe you're going to do something totally different, like just be funny, do like a comedy thing, um, whatever it is, like hone your craft. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is hone your craft, but you also are going to hone your craft by doing it. So just get started, but don't think that like necessarily traveling is going to be the key to starting your online business. I I just wouldn't put the cart before the horse and you can start an online business even if you're in your bedroom in Ohio or someplace, you know, not exotic. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. And you know what? A, pl a good place to get started is at gonaturalenglish.com or laptopteacher.com. That's where you can get Thank started. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah, just come to gonaturalenglish.com because you can take a look at what I'm doing. And that's a good way to learn is like, you know, whether you want to do what I'm doing or, or learn from my mistakes too, because um, I make plenty of them. Like, come over and, and see the blog. Definitely take a look at the YouTube channel. I've left up a lot of old videos that I'm embarrassed of but like what's it's, your YouTube you know, channel oh it's go natural English all right perfect so well, youtube.com slash go natural English perfect we'll add that in the show notes as well too I wouldn't be um, a pretty good I would be a good podcaster if I didn't put add in the plugins you know so. yeah thank you for <laughs> mentioning that that's awesome oh my gosh I love it um Gabby yeah. it's it's so cool it, it's so true you know what like you're right like I I am guilt I am one of those weird, you know, podcasters. I like to always say that I'm the guinea pig to my own podcast, and I did that. Um, I, I know, did. I, I didn't offend no, you. No, I'm no, sorry. no, 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 don't, don't, don't worry. No, no, I did that, and it's funny now because like I would give the exact same advice that you did because oh, good. I, I did that. I, I took off. I bought a flight. I sold my car, my motorcycle, everything I owned, to, and then just grabbed a backpack, bought a Tortuga backpack and tossed it all in and took off to Thailand. And I came back, I'm like, damn, this is not very sexy at all. It's time to mm. sit down and, and figure out my skills and create an, uh, an income out of this. And so, yeah, so, so it's true. Like if you, if you're not those type of people, you know, where, 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 
for me, like I was very confident in myself where it's like if my back is against the wall and I'm able to instinctively build something. So like if you know you're confident, you're that type of person, then do it. But like I said, it's not recommended. I don't recommend that anymore. I always always say um, if you're in a corporate nine to five job and you're not fulfilled, you're not happy with it, create a small side hustle and yeah. test it from there. And if you do um, either gain money or gain a source of income and then match it up with what you're making now and then leave. Just slowly and, transition over and listen to podcasts like path hunters <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah, it's so true though because like i've learned from my own experiences right and that, that's the best way of learning right so yeah I, i've done all that and and it's it's always good to have that cushion because um let's just say if it doesn't go well at least you have your job and then you can work there for a little while longer and then you can pivot right Right. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do in your free time, even if you're working a full time job. I mean, there was a point where I was working part time at three different jobs. So that's kind of like a full time job. Right. Um, And I was, you know, getting up early or like instead of going to happy hour, I would just go home and blog. And that sounds like so lame, but I'm really happy I did it because now I have a business and and that's a pretty cool thing. Go get her Gabby. That's what I like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh my gosh. What have you been passionate about lately in your life? Oh my gosh. I So <laughs> I did travel a lot the last couple of years and I'm super passionate about travel, but I'm actually really obsessed with my dog right now. Yes. I just got a dog and that's something that I'm really enjoying because I've never had a dog and then with traveling and stuff I, I was waiting. I was like, oh I don't want to like get a dog if I'm going to a different country every week or whatever. Um so I, you know, I got a home base here in the US, like which means like I have a, a home, but like I'd still plan to travel. But I got this awesome dog what kind scrappy. Of dog? He's a pit bull mix. And he's just, oh, he's so sweet. <laughs> so I'm passionate about learning about dogs and learning about training because this is a whole new topic that I've never explored. And it's really interesting. Dogs are amazing. I love dogs. I love pit bulls. Actually, <laughs> actually it's funny. I love pit bulls as well, too. I want to buy a pit bull and then name him Zeus. Oh, I and, love it. And it <laughs> it's one of those dogs where, like, you know, he thinks he's big, but he doesn't know how small he is. It's kind of funny. I love, I love those <laughs> cute little dogs. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's awesome um anything that you've been grateful for oh so much man um one thing that comes to mind is like there's a lot of ups and downs when you're youtubing or starting your own business like you might you know make some money from a client or whatever you do and then you go like a couple weeks without making any money and i'm just really grateful that you know it's been three plus years since i've gone like full time working for myself. And even in those times when it's been kind of like low or dry or kind of like I'm wondering where the next, you know, like money will come from, like there's always been something and I've always, it's always come. And not just like me sitting back, relaxing, like waiting for the mailman to deliver some check I don't know about, but like I work and I, I try to like do creative things and just try out uh, you know, experimental things. And then it always kind of works out because um, I'm always experimenting. So I'm really grateful for that. I don't know how to put that concisely, but I'm grateful for being able to experiment and being able to survive from that. And yeah, I hope that makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> it does. No, you're 100% like the essence of like a full on entrepreneur because like that's what it's all about. It's all about trying new things, getting results. And if it doesn't work, you can always pivot. You can always move on. But you're not giving up, which I like. And I love that very much. And it's so cool because um, I always mention this into the podcast all the time where, you know what, you you shouldn't give up in whatever you're doing. You can always change uh, directions. You know, you can always pivot. Um, a really good example is Netflix. Netflix used to mm. buy those those cheap five dollar walmart dvds and yeah. send them to people's house i remember that <laughs> i i remember those and and it was unreal and now look at them today they're producing in-house movies and shows now yeah that's crazy yeah they they keep pivoting that's nuts like that's that i always bring them up because like there's they're the prime example of that oh and if i can add something else about you know being grateful i'm I'm really grateful for my audience. I mean, like it's 
it's so important to serve your audience. Like it's sometimes easy to lose sight of it. Like when you're thinking about the business side of things, but the audience is really everything. Cause no matter what experiment you want to try, they're going to be there with you. I mean, some, some people might be like, Oh, I don't like this experiment. I'm out. But like, that's why you have to keep, you know, treating your people, your, your audience, like you really love them and, and to keep remembering why you're passionate about what you do, because, you know, people, they're attracted to that if you're obviously like into what you're doing and it's not just about uh, making money. It's so true. And I love that about you because, you know, it's all about giving value and stuff, right? It's all about, um, building that relationship how i started first started actually when last year becoming an entrepreneur was that i started networking with surrounding myself with like-minded people i firmly yes. believe that you are the average of the five people you hang out with totally yeah <laughs> and yeah you know some interesting people and I'm, I'm not talking about myself i mean <laughs> you're really good at that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i would like to, i would i would like to think so right so it's 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 one of those things and we're we're always learning worlds growing right is there any tips uh, or habits or strategies that have you learned over the years that you can uh, you know tell the audience where they can get started like you know tips on how to keep going or how to deal with productivity or anything like that where or even impacting the audience like how do you find out you can how you serve the audience yeah, well, I'm always really interested in personal development. So I read a lot of books like about how to grow as a person and be more disciplined and have a better routine and stuff. And I think that especially, well, I was going to say especially when you go full time into entrepreneurship, but that's not even true. Like when you are working full time and you want to develop your side hustle, you have to be really disciplined too, because there's times where you want to like go watch a movie and instead, you know, you might want to work on your blog or do something that is going to um, just, you're going to be glad you did it like a, a year or two from now. So I'm right now I'm reading a book called the no BS uh, time management for entrepreneurs, the ultimate no holds barred kick, butt, take no prisoners guide to time productivity and sanity. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it's old, but there's just some classic topics and a lot of things that might seem obvious, but I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing that? So that's by Dan Kennedy. And it was actually suggested to me by another entrepreneur friend of mine. So I like that. Um, so yeah, just uh, keep reading about how to improve yourself and um, keep remembering your reason why you're doing things. So Simon Sinek has a course on why, or you can watch his TED talk on finding your why. And that's really important to keep revisiting. Um, and yeah, I mean, just... What's your why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my why, um, there's there's several different things. It's hard to like boil it down into a really concise sentence, but... I'll tell you mine. But, I'll tell you yeah, mine, sure. If, if that helps, it makes it a little yeah. easier. You know, for me, why I make this podcast, why I do all this, and why I left my corporate nine-to-five job right now is only because... Um, I, I wanted to impact people's lives in a positive way, but I don't, I, I had images when I was working my corporate nine to five job in a cubicle with, you know, my, my coworker next door having Yorkie issues and, you know, it's a puppy and all that sorts. And, um, and together and realizing that, you know, is this going to be me at 80 years old, you know, not trying, not, not, not living life to my fullest potential and not experiencing all the things that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to travel to every country in the world. And, and, and just if I, if they ever, you've done some traveling, right? So you've seen yeah. poverty at most likely poverty at it's like at its real, you know, environment and what it's like. Right. And, and the most frustrating part in my life right now is that not being able to help them. Mm, wow. Yeah. That's the most frustrating part for me and that's my why very cool yeah um so you made me think of like one word for my why which is happiness and um happiness doesn't mean to me like laziness though like just you know sitting in my hammock you know drinking a beverage like that's not that maybe for like 20 minutes but <laughs> but like <laughs> happiness comes from working and creating something and making other people feel good and confident, you know, about their English skills that happens to be the topic that I talk about. But like within English skills, I talk a lot about other things like how to um, 
you know, grow as a person. And so I kind of infuse that into what I do. And then happiness for me, you know, it's important to me to have control over my time. And if I want to, like, for example, in a couple of weeks, um, I'm flying my mom over to my house to hang out for the week. And I don't have to ask my boss, like, hey, can I take time off to spend with my mom? So for me, just those things are really, really important. That's kind of my why is to have that freedom and flexibility. And um, that gives me happiness. And then also to like, hopefully make other people happy with the content I create. I love it. That's awesome. Are you close with your mother? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we are we are close. And uh, it'll be really good to see her. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. That's amazing because, you know, the reason I asked that and there's a context behind that because like I care a lot about relationships that I build and yeah. one particular relationship that I had to f- fix and build and, and, and grow more was my parents because mm-hmm. I knew that if I grew with my parents, I can grow with pretty much almost anybody, right? It's just because yeah. like there's a lot of things that you you don't want to talk about with your parents and <laughs> and and so yeah, so like, you know, and so now mom my mom is like almost like my best friend now. So it's like that's the reason why I asked. Aww, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> where where is your mom? Oh, she's here in Toronto as well too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, she's uh, she's a little little Vietnamese lady. She's like, you know, she's done the whole bit. You know, she's part of the Vietnam War and stuff. She has amazing stories. Wow. But but yeah, like it was just so interesting to hear her stories and what she's gone and stuff like that. And it feels almost as if like I would almost let her down if I don't take advantage and create a life of my own in a way that I've wanted. Totally. Yeah. And then just bringing this back to like entrepreneurship, sometimes it's hard because parents want the best for you and they might not be sure about like what are you doing with this podcast thing so tell me you know (laughs) story of my life i tell you yeah like (laughs) what about law school huh (laughs) it's funny she's like my mom was like you know why don't you be a nice accountant like your aunt or something you know go crush some numbers you know go find a good job and go get married i was like mom oh my gosh i'm 27 what's going on like what's (laughs) like i want to build a podcast like where's the money where's the money so like that's my mom right now so it's funny she's like you're always on the computer all the time i was like yeah i know (laughs) but that's the thing like i found that um, technology is changing the way that we make money so much that like a lot of our parents, they, they're not from that model, right? So maybe like my parents are kind of retired and they don't really, they don't really know about this whole world of like podcasting and blogging and like how you even monetize that. So sometimes it's hard to like, and I'm not saying everyone's like that, but my parents are like that. No, <laughs> so my, my parents are like to, that for sure. Yeah. It's like what they know as stable and, um, you know, a good, like, quote unquote, good job is like the the typical, like, yeah, the traditional stuff where you get benefits. And I mean, shoot, yeah, I don't like not having benefits. But like, it's, um, I think it, it's, it's changing a lot these days. So that's, not, it's like an awesome opportunity we have, but it might take some, like, extra time to sort of convey that and, and explain what we're doing or, or just show like, hey, look, I'm happy and I'm not starving and it's it's going to be okay, you know? <laughs> it, it's true. No, it's so true. My mom thinks um, I'm singing karaoke on my on my laptop all the time because I'm carrying a <laughs> mic everywhere. So. <laughs> so that's my mom for you. You know what? Oh, my god, She doesn't get it, but she doesn't, uh, you know, I mean, she does. She's giving me the space <laughs> for it. So it's good. So it's good. Good. <laughs> good. You're doing an awesome podcast. So. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, What's a what's a book that you recommend besides you know um, uh, No BS by Dan uh, Kennedy? That, that was, yeah, I, I couldn't wait, remember that long. Did you say the whole title? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I couldn't remember it, yeah. but I just remember No BS. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another book, it's another like uh, personal development book or self help book is uh, the The Miracle Morning um, by um, oh the name Hellrod yes. or something right? Hell- yeah, Hellrod, yes, and it's a really short quick read but um if you like kind of self-help books then i really recommend it because it'll help you organize your mornings nice i love that have you read the alchemist um i did a long time ago is that a favorite of yours that's my my, my one personal favorite that i've nice. um I, I typically read this every quarter just because like oh, i've wow. always picked up something new from it it's because like it's a reminder of of a story of a boy that only went left this like just left into this journey with the only a vision is in his head, right? A dream that he's had and that's it. And that's pretty much what we do. I got to reread that. That's so cool. I'll, I'll send you one. I'll send you one. 
Oh, I got, thank I got you. you. I got you. Aw, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, man. That's awesome. You know, shifting gears a little bit, you know, I yeah. have, uh, I just want to be really respectful of your time and everything like that. I'm going to ask you two more questions. I'm going to wrap yeah. things up. Um, you know, before we get into that, though, Gabby, I just want to let you know that, you know, thank you for just chatting with me and having and just allowing me this opportunity. And I honor you for, for giving me this time and everything. And uh, thank you for what you do, because whether you know this or not, it is inspiring and it is, uh, you know, impacting people's lives in a positive way. And I thank you for that. Oh, thank you for expressing that gratitude. That's beautiful. And and I appreciate you and your podcast and just being able to share our conversation with other people too. And and of course, just having the conversation with you is awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And um, for all those path hunters or you know everybody else listening to this podcast episode, if they want to find you or want to get in contact with you online, where do you typically hang out? And so they can virtually stalk you. Yeah, no, I love <laughs> to be virtually socks. Um, so uh, I am mostly over at Go Natural English. I know you mentioned um, my other website, but I'm really like putting a lot of my attention at Go Natural English to grow the YouTube channel. And if you go to that website, gonaturalenglish.com or like um, Facebook, uh, you'll find me like you can message me. I'm I'm behind it. Like you're not going to get like my assistant or whatever. It's you'll you'll find me <laughs> awesome Perfect. yeah so i'll link all those in the show notes as well too so that way um, that'll help um cool. so everybody has this kind of travel story um you know every time you know there's there's a time for me personally myself like i've traveled to chiang mai thailand and i, I was standing over the mountains and i couldn't help but just like hysterically laugh out loud because i was just like god life is so beautiful and and I was just like, this is unreal. And if I didn't choose this kind of life, you know, consciously, I wouldn't be here where I am now. Like everybody has that kind of story. My friends are, you know, you know, in different parts of the world and stuff. Do you have a travel story similar to this? Oh, man, I love that. I feel like I I get that feeling pretty often. And I mean, I'm really grateful for that. But it's kind of like the little everyday things that matter a lot to me right now. Like I take my dog on a run every morning um and I'm just like oh it's so good you know it might be like 8 a.m or 9 a.m depending on the day just like it's so good to be able to do this and not really be pressed for time or like oh my god I gotta get to the office like that that means a lot to me and I mean I've I have had those moments where I'm like dancing in carnival in Brazil wow this is such a cool experience and I never would have imagined that I would be doing this, you know, and I've done that three times. I've danced in carnival three times. And it's like one of those bucket list things that is so just crazy to, to think, Oh, I actually got to do that. Um, yeah. I mean, just when, when is it, when is this carnival, by the way, I kind of, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. curious now. I want to go now. <laughs> I'm talking it up. Um, it's usually in February, sometimes March, depending it's, um, it's based on, what is it based on? I want to say Lent um, in the Catholic calendar. So like you have to look at the dates. They're always changing, but it's usually in February. So summer in Brazil, usually winter if you're in Toronto. <laughs> Very cool, by the way. And I like to get out as, as often as I can. Yeah. So um, there's a huge, huge parade in every major city. But a lot of Brazilians actually just go on vacation to the beach because you know they want to do something like more calm and and uh, just relaxed on the beach. But yeah, it's a it's a great time to go. And if you like to party, if you like to be social, that's what it's all about. Not a great time to go do like inner work or journaling or reflection or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Let loose everybody. Woo. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so this is called the Path Hunters podcast. And so when you hear the term Path Hunter, mm. what comes to mind? Okay, well, I love the name because, like I was telling you, I love hearing stories of how people went from zero to whatever interesting thing they're doing now. You know, like how did Steve Jobs like get to where you know he was? Like, right. who was he? I've, I think I've read you know at least like Wikipedia articles about him many many times. Um, so I just I think of like yeah, like hunting that story, like figuring out how people got from A to Z and 
just what are those steps? Because sometimes like when you see the story, it makes a lot of sense. But like in your own life, you don't actually know how things are going to connect until you look back. So I think it's sort of like we're all curious to find out where we're going to end up and like what we're capable of. So we try to look at other people's stories to figure out our own lives and make sense of things. So that's what I think of. I love it. It's it's so true. And I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to pick this picture for you. Yeah. So pretend you're in like a busy. I don't know if you've been to Toronto or not, but like it's kind of like New York in a way. Yeah, it's I lived super in New busy. York for six months, but right. I've never been to Toronto. All right, let's let's do New York then. So imagine New York. Okay. All right, so people walking by, taxi cars honking at you and stuff, and uh, you you have this cardboard sign. You're able to write one message or advice that impacts all these people's lives in a positive way. What kind of message or advice would this be? Uh, I mean, the first thing that came to mind, it's super corny, but it would just be like, love each other. More love. More love, please. I love it. Your your energy, your, you know, it's so true. And I'm probably going to have a little challenge like this. I'm going to set a little trend here. It's probably going to be called like the Path Hunters Challenge where you grab the oh. sign, you actually do it and you put it, take oh, a picture. So if I'm going to do that, like everybody <laughs> have said yes so far that I've interviewed. So I may do it. I'm going to put this all together. Nice. I love it. That's a great scenario. A great question. I love it. You know what, Gabby, thank you so much for, again, just jumping onto the podcast through with me. Like I said, this there could be a prompt to you, you know what I mean? Like it said, like I'm excited to see how your journey unfolds. And again, like it's so cool to have you on the show. Yeah, no, same here. It's been awesome talking with you and sharing some of my story. So thank you so much for being an awesome interviewer and just allowing me to do that. It's uh, it's made me smile a lot today. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. See ya. And guys, that was Gabby Wallace in the house here. Gabby, thank you so much for just jumping on here to the podcast with me. I appreciate you so much. For all that you do, thank you so much. And all you Path Hunters out there, hope you guys enjoyed this episode because it was so fun just to do this. And again, like keep going, guys, because you can do it. We all are capable of this and just create ripple effects. You guys are all amazing people out there. I hope you guys are going out there and just being rock stars. Thank you so much. Again, I hope you, hope you guys have a good one and take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.